Jesus invited us here so that we could encounter him, so that we could encounter his love, his mercy, his healing, his grace. Jesus invited us here tonight so that we could encounter him. That's, that's why we call it Encounter. Not so that we have like a cool name to put on a poster and then we can like have like any, you know, do anything we want. No, like the point of tonight. What's the point of tonight? Can anybody tell me? Just raise your hand and let me know. What's the point of tonight? No yes. To encounter Jesus. Give her a round of applause, folks. And so what that means is if we leave here tonight, and if we're like, man, I didn't get my homework done, I didn't do like the study for the quiz or anything else, like, you, you didn't study for your quiz yet, did you? Oh, man, <laughs> you should do that too. But like, if we leave here and we're like, I didn't do any of the other things, but I did encounter Jesus in his love, his mercy, his grace, his healing, his true presence in the Eucharist. Y'all, then the, the mission has been accomplished. The goal has been accomplished. I was on a flight uh, on Sunday night, I was coming home from Detroit, and I usually, like, I usually turn my screen off. Has anybody been on, like, the flights? The screen keeps turning on. Like, you're like, I don't want to watch anything. Go off. And it makes you press, like, six times, and finally the screen goes off, and it's like, hey, do you want to watch me now? And I'm like, no! Stop! But anyway, it was a long flight, so I was like, I'm going to watch something. So I, I flip through, find a show. I'm, I love fishing, and I love fish. So there's this one that's on, like, the life cycle of salmon and the effects of hatchery fish and on the rivers and everything else. <laughs> Total dad stuff. I'm kind of a nerd about this stuff. But anyway, I was like, this is perfect. You know, just avoid all the new releases and go right to the, the nerdy salmon show. But anyway, so I go to the salmon show, and I'm watching it. And, like, y'all, I, I kind of know a little bit about salmon already. I've been salmon fishing before. But, like, I was overwhelmed again with <laughs> the wonder of salmon. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Y'all, do, you know, uh, do you know what salmon do? Do you know what they, like, their life cycle? What happens? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. So, like, what a salmon does basically is it hatches. It's like a minnow way up in the shallow part of a stream, like these mountain streams on the West Coast. Well, other places too. But it's, like, way in the shallow water. Have you ever, like, hiked in the mountains and you just kind of were like, oh. And you, like, jumped over what you thought was a ditch? But that's, that's actually sometimes, that's like a river that goes all the way to the ocean. And there might be, like, a 20-pound salmon sitting in six inches of water right there. But anyway, so they're, they're, they're born here in this, like, these shallow waters, and then they make their way down the river over the course of their life out to the ocean, right? And they go out into the Pacific Ocean, and then they go all the way around, like, by Alaska. You're wondering, why is this guy talking about salmon? I thought we were here to encounter Jesus. Hang with me. So they go, like, around Alaska. They go all the way, like, to Russia, sometimes all the way to Japan. And then after a few years, something turns on instinctually that says, go home. And they make this journey all the way back. And I'm not just talking about like, hey, we found the west coast of, of America again. Let's just find a river and, and lay some eggs. No, like they find that spot, that shallow water where they first were born, where they first like drew their being. They find that spot. They go thousands of miles sometimes to go all the way back to that spot. How in the world does that happen? That a fish in the Pacific Ocean can find? Uh, I can't even find, like, the ice cream store in my own town. That's actually, I can. That's not true. And, like, maybe you've, like, read the comforting stories of, like, the return of animals, like, to their, their owners. I was, like, looking through some, 
headlines. I've got to read you some of these. These are awesome. Hang with me. It's all about Jesus. I know, but hang with me. Shoot, I closed the link. Dadgummit. But these headlines, they were awesome. Like, I was reading, like, these, like, this, like, article. It was a blog about all the returns, magnificent returns of animals. And it was like, cat walks 600 miles through a volcano to find master. And it was like, whatever, dog swims across the English Channel in World War I to be reunited with its warrior owner and fight World War I with him. Olympic swimmers are wondering how this is possible. Heck yeah, I'm wondering how does a dog swim across? And like there's just like this endless litany of animals that have returned home. Dog falls off of yacht and lives on, as a castaway on an island for four years, eating stray goats or something like before being found. Like all these amazing returns. Has anybody seen uh, Homeward Bound, the movie? Has anybody not seen Homeward Bound? Raise your hands if you have not. Okay, you have homework from tonight, okay? Go find. Go find Homeward Bound and watch it. And if, tell somebody, if there's somebody next to you who doesn't know what it is, tell them what it is. When I was a kid, there's a movie called Homeward Bound. Father Matthew, you were right. They didn't, they didn't know. We were wondering if y'all would know what that is. But Homeward Bound is this movie about, like, uh, these three animals. It's like a golden retriever, some kind of other dog, and, and a cat. And they get, like, lost, and then they have to, like, make their way back. And it's got this super epic music. And for, like, a nine-year-old, which was me... <laughs> I was like, this is just too much. This is beautiful. I won't spoil the end of the movie, but just to say it has a happy ending. Oh, are we getting home bound? No, okay, dang it. Um, but like, I think there's a reason why, like, why animals, like there's these animals God's put on a planet that like they can find their way back through thousands of miles. There's a reason like people are interested in these stories of animals finding their owners and we're like, wow, how does that happen? There's a reason that like we're amazed by like the sea turtles that like, you know, like all this stuff. And I think it has to do with this, is that you and I, we know that in some way, shape, or form, that's part of our story too. That's part of where we are. That's part of the journey that, that we are on. And maybe in the back of our heads, wherever we find ourselves tonight, maybe somewhere in there we're like, am I going to be able to make it home? Am I going to be able to return? What's the return I'm talking about? What I'm talking about is to life with Jesus Christ. And to life ultimately in eternity with Jesus Christ. You see, built into all of us is we know that there's a place that we belong. And whether we've encountered him or not, or whether we've encountered him 50 times or never, there's still a part of us that needs and desires and longs to return that wants to go home, that wants to be with him. I have to travel a lot for work. I usually fly in the evenings on the way out because I want to spend as much time at home as I can before I leave. And on the way home, I don't care how early I have to wake up. Usually it's like 3 a.m. to be on the 5 o'clock or 5.30 flight. Why? Because I know where I belong. I want to go home. And when I'm far from home, that's where I want to be. Y'all, tonight, what I want you to know is that wherever you're returning from, wherever you're returning from, here, right here in this place, tonight before Jesus Christ present in the Blessed Sacrament, we are invited to return home. We are invited to belong here. We are invited to encounter 
the love of home, the love where we belong, the love that's been in our hearts all along. We are invited to encounter like the headwaters of the stream. You're all a bunch of salmon. I am too. (laughs) We're invited to enter back into and deeper into relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen? My wife and I are songwriters, and so we write all kinds of songs. And um, it's, 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 a, it's a job like any other, you know, I guess I should say that on some levels. But we write all kinds of songs. Sometimes we're writing, like, the kinds of songs we'll sing tonight. Sometimes we're writing songs for musicals. Sometimes we're writing, like, a theme song for a, a film or something like that. So we write all kinds of songs. But the song, we were just recently talking about this, like, a couple months ago. We just realize, we're like, there's a song we keep writing over and over and over again. And that song that we keep writing over and over and over again is the song of returning. Is the song of the prodigal son. The song of of recognizing, like, man, I've gone far. I've gone far from, from home. I've gone far from where I belong. And I desire to go back. And like this is the song that we keep writing over and over again, not the one that we're paid to write, but the one that just comes out of us. Why? Because over and over again in the journey of faith, that's where we find ourselves, is having gone far from the Father's house. But he always calls us back. And as soon, as soon as you and I stop and come to our senses and say, maybe I should go back, as soon as we turn No matter how far we've gone, we're right there. He's right there. He's there to meet us. He's there to encounter us. He's there with open arms to take us in. Y'all, I don't know where you went this summer. Maybe you're still, like, processing. You're like, what happened this summer? Like, maybe some of you, like, world traveled. Maybe some of you, just like, you, you worked really hard so that you could be here and, like, pay for school this semester. Like, Maybe, maybe some of you, like, you were just at home and you were just binging your favorite TV show. Like, maybe some of you, um, like, spent a lot of time with your little brothers and sisters. Maybe some of you had a tragedy happen this summer. Maybe some of you fell into, like, really, a really dark place or, like, deeper sin than you've, you've ever known or something like that. I don't know where you were this summer. But as we are here tonight, the invitation remains the same for every single one of us. No matter where you've gone to, come back. You belong here. I desire you. No matter where you are tonight, no matter what it is that you're sitting with, no matter what it is that's filling your heart with joy tonight, no matter what it is that's filling your heart with sadness and sorrow, No matter what it is that you're wondering, like, man, would anyone in this room even like me or love me if they knew this? The invitation is the same for you. Come back. I desire you. I love you. Come home. You belong here. I was a sophomore in college. I had, in my own life, gone far from the Lord. I was... Uh, junior high school, just kind of hit that point. I was living like the jock life, no, no, uh, 
no judgment jocks in here. But anyway, like I was, I was just kind of living the locker room life, if that makes sense. And like by junior year of high school, like the faith that I had been brought up in was almost unintelligible to me because of all of the things that this sort of lifestyle offered, if that makes sense. And so by the time I was into college, freshman year, sophomore year, like I was far from the Lord. I was far from the church, but never too far. It was hard to be far because the church at Auburn University where I went, I just outed myself. Um, the church is like one block off a of campus. And so like every single day, and they had like this, ah, drove me, it made me so mad as someone who didn't want to be at church. They had this sign in front of St. Michael's that was like the slide letter sign. You know what I'm talking about? Like the black letters. It's, nothing's ever spelled or like completed because they ran out of letters and whatever. Like a dog ate the letters. But anyway, like they had this slide letter sign with like the mass times and also the confession times on it. And so, like, I'd, like, ride my bike by every day, and I'd be like, mm, ugh, I hate that sign, like, reminding me that I'm not going to church. And, like, every day I'd, I'd be walking across campus, and I'd hear the bells of St. Michael's ringing, you know, 5 o'clock, hey, confession's right now. <laughs> Maybe you should go. And it would just, I was like, it would make me mad. Well, one day I had, I had pulled an all-nighter because I, uh, I was an excellent student. And, uh... I was in that delirious all-nighter phase. Like, the exam had happened, and I was like, maybe I aced it. Maybe I'm never coming back to college. I have no idea, and I don't really care. But I'm, like, I'm walking across campus, and I'm, like, in that all-nighter fog, and the 5 o'clock bells of St. Michael's ring. And I was just, I was like, ah. Oh. Like, it's, like, painful to hear these freaking bells. Like, it's driving me nuts. And so right here, right here now, I had no plans to do this. I'm walking across campus, these bells are ringing, and I'm, like, thinking I don't even believe in God at this point, trying really hard not to. And I start to have a conversation. I didn't realize it was a conversation until <laughs> reflecting later. But I said this. I'm walking, and I'm like, okay, God, whatever. I'm going to go to confession. I'm going to go, and I'm going to sit down with this priest, and I'm going to tell him all the things. And, like, I can't wait to see him squirm. And I'm going to say all the things, and he's going to say his little prayer over me. And then I'm going to walk out of this building. I'm never coming back, ever. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. So I did it. So I go to confession. I walk into the church, wait in the line. I'm like, man, they haven't figured the line out yet. Jeez, it's like. 2005, I, I finally make it in the confessional after all these other sinners with the little veils and stuff. <laughs> it's called a mantilla, just so you know. I know what it's called. It's, it's very nice. Keep wearing them. They're never going to hire me to speak again. <laughs> but anyway, I, I wait in the line. Like, I finally get there. I finally get in the confessional, and I sit down, and I, like, look the priest dead in the eyes. And he's just like looking at me like this. He's just like, <laughs> almost with this look of like, so glad you're here. And so I was already like, okay, that's weird. Just, I should have gone behind the curtain. But anyway, so, so then I start, I start to confess my sins and everything else. And his joy and his gaze and his welcome that I could see in his body language and his face and his smile and his eyes didn't change. And the more I confessed, 
the more came out of me and the more was lifted off of me. And the more I said I was like remembering more things that I didn't even remember that I had done or needed to confess. And like started to just pour this stuff out. And by the time I finished, he just asked, he was just like, is that it? And I was like, yep. And he gave me some advice. He gave me a blessing. And in the midst of that blessing, when he said the prayer of absolution over me, the prayer in which he says, I absolve you from your sins. At the moment he said that prayer, y'all, it's not like a choir of angels came and sang, and I was like, look at all the angels. Like, it wasn't like a, a visible miracle. I didn't, like, keel over and, like, slain in the spirit and, like, you know, rested with the angels. Nothing, no, like, visible miracles. But this is what I can tell you happened. In my heart, I knew that I was where I belonged. I knew that I had come home. I knew that I had returned to a place I didn't even know I was supposed to come to. And I had been walking in darkness. This is the clearest thing that I can tell you. This is, it was as if in this moment, I all of a sudden like turned around and was like, wow, all the darkness is over there, and I'm standing in the light. And I was just over there. And it was only in looking back at it that I could actually see how dark things had gotten in my life and that this is where you belong in the light. This is where you belong in my love, in communion with me. And I never went back. I mean, yes, I'm still a sinner. I've been back to confession thousands of times, I'm sure. But that was a turning point, a point of return in my life. Y'all, tonight we have the opportunity to return. We have the opportunity to come back. And this encounter that, that Jesus holds out to us, this opportunity he holds for us, it's not like a repeat thing. Who's been here before? Many of us, most of us have been here before. Encounter tonight, being in the presence of Jesus tonight is not the same. It is, it is the same in some ways, in many ways. And it's, but it's not the same tonight as it was last time. God does not call us to like a vending machine encounter with his grace, his love, his mercy, his healing. No, like tonight the Lord wants us to come before him. He wants to say, come back to me and bring all the stuff and I'm going to pour out new love, new mercy, new blood, new water, new grace, new healing, new joy, new peace. He wants to have a new encounter with us tonight, not an old one. That's the invitation that we have. For a lot of us, I think there's, if we're honest with what's in our hearts, what's in us tonight, maybe there's a hesitation to allow this encounter to happen. You know, like, you came, like, you did that part. That's maybe even the hard part, right? But, like, you came, you're here now. But, like, maybe in the interior of our heart, there's, like, a hesitation to go the next step, to go all the way in. And to let Jesus come all the way into us. Maybe there's a hesitation to respond to the invitation for an encounter with him. Y'all, I want to just say, let it go. Let it go. I don't know what my life would look like today if I hadn't, in the most humiliating of ways, received the invitation to go to confession as a sophomore in college. 
you are the only one that has to lose by hesitating or by not responding to the grace and the love that God wants to pour out. And so tonight, what does that look like? It looks like in a few practical ways, and no one's forcing you to do anything. The Lord's not forcing you to do anything. He's going to love you just the same, because as it says in Romans chapter 8, he says that while we were still, chapter 5, while we were still sinners, he proved his love for us by dying for us. No, he already loves us. He's not forcing us to do anything. But what does it look like tonight? What are the opportunities that we have to, to respond? Well, we can, we can be here in prayer before Jesus in the blessed sacrament. And we can just show up and say, hey, I'm, I'm here. I've, I've come back t- to you. And I've been all these places this summer, but I'm here tonight, and I want to be here, and I'm coming back to you. So we can just be with him, Right? We don't have to move. We don't have to get up. We don't have to stand or sit or kneel. or anything. Like, Well, you do have to kneel, actually, at certain points. Please kneel. Um, we can just be here, though. That's one thing. Another thing, though, is that the sacrament of reconciliation is available to you. Don't hesitate. That, long, that line gets really long. So when it, when it opens up, just run, okay? <laughs> don't hesitate to, to visit the sacrament of reconciliation, y'all. Don't hesitate. This is the place that the Lord wants to break through with light into the darkness. This is the place that the Lord wants to say, hey, you're all the way here. You have come, I've come all the way to you, and, and you have new grace. You are healed. You are part of my house. Don't hesitate to receive the gift of forgiveness. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose by letting go of the sin that has poisoned your soul. I just went right before this talk, so you're not alone. I'm a sinner too. Is anybody else a sinner here, by the way? Anybody else? Okay, great. We're amongst friends. Some of you are not sinners. You actually look amazing, so I can tell. Um, prayer teams, tonight you can, you can visit. There's, we're going to have some people here who are here. They, they came just to pray with you, and what I want you to know is they've also been praying for you for the last nine days. There's people here who are just ready to pray with you, and that's not like, it's, it's not like, I don't, Shane, you were saying it's like, it's not weird. That, that's not a very, like, uh, <laughs> it's like, wait, why would you say that? If it's not weird, why would you say it's not weird? <laughs> no, it isn't weird. Not only is it not weird, it's also part of, like, discipleship. It's part of being a community that we actually pray with each other. Why? Because all of us have needs, right? All of us need prayer. All of us need the intercession of our community. And where two or three are gathered in his name, he's there. So I want to invite you, don't hesitate to seek out prayer tonight for the things that are really going on in your life. I want to invite you, don't hesitate to sing tonight. Don't hesitate to raise your voice in the praise and the worship of God who pours out all of his love, all of his life for us and invites us just to raise the song of our own heart, to say, I love you too. It's like all of God who is love speaks, I love you. And in like very small ways, like song, like standing in a confession line, like just being here with him, we can say, I love you too, Lord. So tonight we have the opportunity to encounter Jesus and to, in a sense, like take, take a step back towards him. And this is the last thing I want to leave you with. When we come back, 
I don't want you to confuse this. Like, it's not like, you know, you, like if, if, if you're sitting here and you're like, man, that was, I'm glad the summer's over. Or I'm glad to be leaving that behind. And like coming back is just getting back to whatever it was before. No, that's not what we're talking about tonight. No, the Lord doesn't want to just bring us back to the way things were. He doesn't want to just bring us back to some place we've already been. No, he wants to restore us and call us deeper in to a new way of living, a new way of life. So if you're like, man, if I could just get back to that one, like, two-month time that I had when I was, like, praying and everything was great and, like, no, like, the Lord doesn't even want you to go back to that. He wants you to go to something even deeper, even better, even more, even more intimate with him. Tonight, let's let the coming back to the Lord not be something that we've done before. Let's let it be something new and let him be the one who initiates it. Amen? So, Lord Jesus, we do thank you for the invitation that you give us every day, not just at, at big encounter events with bands and priests and everybody and all the stuff, but, Lord, for the, the, the invitation you give us at every moment to come back to you, to encounter you, to encounter love and mercy and healing and grace. We thank you, Lord, for that opportunity tonight. And Lord, we ask that you would just give us the grace even now, open our hearts, that we would take that step, that we would make that turn, that we would overcome fear and hesitation, that we would come back, not on our terms, but on yours. You've already set the terms of our return, and your terms say that we are sons and daughters. Lord, we ask that we would have the courage to return as your sons and your daughters and to do it tonight and to do it again tomorrow and to do it again the next day and throughout the semester that we would sing the song of return every day of our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at CTK is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.